0: A great walk-off win capped by the Andrew Knapp single was a great way to send off this team to Colorado as they enter this three-game series in Denver. I thought it would be a good time to talk to the kid, one of the Eminem boys, as Joe Girardi likes to call him. Nick Maton is going to join me right here on Pie and Tar for Breakfast. <laughs> The air to left field. Going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball there coming, coming down. down! What up? And welcome to another episode of Pie Talk for Breakfast. I'm your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. And third wheel, the roadmaster of. The broadcast on the radio side with Scott Fransky, our playoff play guy, and Larry Anderson, who just decides to take off road trips these days. It's all good because yesterday, that's right, yesterday, the Phillies walked off the Giants. Andrew Knapp, a pintar for breakfast, podcaster guest with me. What on a? And, and there's so many things that you could say. And I take a deep breath in saying that because it is a first month of the season. There's been so many highs, so many lows, and you're just going, oh, man, not not all year. And it won't. It won't. It's going to f- – it will even out at some point. This team will find its identity. It will find its health. I think, um, you know, when you go into a, a, a new series after Aaron Nola's 2 nothing complete game shutout, the first of his career, 9-inning shutout, um, I think we have to understand that what happened as far as the protocols and a couple of guys going on the list, a couple of coaches going on the list, uh, Didi being hurt, you know, there's got to be some things that are sustained. And, and the energy level we saw was so much better. And even in the losses was so much better. Um, the, the 10-6 loss that, you know, having the 4 nothing lead, there's – so many good things that happened. There was obviously so many bad things, but at the same time, this team was able to capitalize the next day. And I think that is a, a huge sign. There's so many so many times that we see the response being so uh, a snowball effect into the negative. But what it takes sometimes is some some added energy. And I think what Nick Maton and Mickey Moniak have started to show that you know, right away they can play at this level. It's taken a a couple games to get things going, but oh well, great. Takes a lot of guys. You want, I think because of how slow the center field position has been and as far as getting offensive, you know, going offensively, um, you know, we were just hoping Mickey would come up right away and just be just lights out. It's not going to happen like that. So it's a patience thing. And showing the patience, giving the opportunities to—I I think Mickey responded obviously, uh, base hit on Tuesday, and gets an opportunity in in his first at bat with runners on base and hits his first big league homer. But the guy that was the surprise was Nick Maton. It wasn't a surprise to me. I mean, like I say that because I—I I mean, this is a guy that I was like, yeah, whatever on on during spring training a couple of years ago. To now, this spring training going, like, who is that? Because he looks different. He put on a lot more weight. He could handle the positions. He was physical at the plate, but it wasn't that. It was just, like, the confidence that he showed that I was like, this guy's going to be a dude, and I'm pumped that he is here. And, again, like I said, it was a surprise to all of us because we didn't know that Didi was going down. I had asked for this guy at the beginning of the year based on what he had done at the – I would say the entire spring training. Nick Maton. Nick, what's up, dude?
1: Nothing much. Thanks for having
0: me. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to have you on here. Um, number one, you're a rookie. Uh, number two, <laughs> first rookie to ever make me wait. So and dictate the time. It's all good. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, you you get this opportunity. Uh, I think last year being at the alternate site it was on the radar. I mean, that, that, does that make kind of sense? Is that accurate? I mean, for you, like it, it being in the big leagues was very real then.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing with the alternate site was we were day in and day out facing people who were ready for the big leagues, if not have been in the big leagues for some time. So I think that kind of made me realize that it's, it's a step, like it's almost, it's, it's coming close. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. The alternate site was a big stepping stone for me.
0: Boy, I mean, see, the way I look at it, I'd seen you the last couple spring trainings, and uh, I was like, yeah, he's not ready yet, but there's something there, and, and this is just being honest with you on it. This year, you came in, and I'm like, what the? who the hell is this? this guy's gotten bigger, <laughs> and, and, and it was just, there was something about a couple of your first takes in the batter's box. They were confident. They were, you know, you were just ready and you were locked in. And then the bat came through the zone, and it was like, "Damn! All right, he's here. He's ready to go." <laughs> is that would that be accurate for you? Not saying that you you didn't believe in yourself in those other spring trains. Not what I'm saying is like, but th- this year was so different for you uh, coming into spring training.
1: Yeah, I I feel like confidence is a big thing, like you said. I mean, when you're playing with some confidence, the game just comes a lot easier, and it comes a lot slower to you as well. Yeah. I mean, as far as taking, like you said, I I worked on that a lot this offseason, seeing spin and and working on that, and that helped me out a lot because I knew I was going to see a lot when I got up here. But, yeah, another thing was, the size i mean i got a little bigger this off season. i was a little a little too small like frame wise to be able to like compete with these guys i think last year but then this year i, I feel like i came in a lot more prepared and ready to go and i feel like it's worked out
0: oh absolutely i mean just just seeing you in, at the plate it's just you're a man and you're six <laughs> two so it was you're bound to get some weight on you on this one and it's it just like my like when I look at you and i and I know a little bit about your story um you you can rake, you can field it in any position, and you got an attitude the reason why i I love Larry boa uh and he's one of my favorite human beings alive, one of my favorite baseball people to be around, and he and I clicked from day one since I met him uh years ago playing underneath him and and working with him he' told me that I would love you and, and so I was like whatever you say I'll, I'll follow you know Bo and, <laughs> and, and sure enough I mean everything that you do and the way I, I, I approach watching games um, you know whether it's spring training or not I just I, I like guys that you know could play a bunch of different positions that battle that grind it out but your experience with Larry Boa how would you explain it
1: well I feel like I feel like from day one he he's always had his his finger on me a little bit, I mean like like it was in twenty twenty spring training i was I was eating lunch, and he was like he was yelling around asking where I was and and he said I was supposed to be out on the field, and I was never told <laughs> I was supposed to be out on the field, so he yanked me out like mid meal to get out there to take ground balls, but that's just been he he's been on me since day one, and I, it's it's a good thing man he he loves to work and it's a good guy to have on your side and I mean he's helped me out a lot.
0: Will you ever have Larry Boa carry your like bag or your glove out to the field just just to do it? Just just be like just to that right there you're talking a little trash to him. I wonder what his reaction would be. <laughs>
1: trash to him? No, yeah. I would not talk trash. Come to him. on. Never. You
0: got to talk trash no. to Bo. He loves that.
1: No, he's he'll give it right back to you. Oh, I that that oh, of that course actually. he will.
0: <laughs>
1: no, he's a good dude.
0: Um from spring training you know, uh, a couple of years ago, your first spring training to now. Right. And like getting comfortable in a, in a clubhouse. I always find it fascinating. Um, when you have big personalities, when you got big, uh, superstar, like guys, um, in, in that clubhouse, I'll tell you mine, it's a little intimidating when you have Barry bonds in your, your clubhouse, right? You just, you're, you're trying to figure it out. You're like, damn, there he is, you know? And then you got yeah. Bryce, Yeah, not saying they're on, you know, Bryce has hit that bonds level, but actually in superstardom around the world he might have so oh, yeah, you walk sure. in and the way that he's accepted you um, how, how's that been
1: well i feel like with people like that you you grow up watching them and you want to be them and then you get in here you get in the same locker room with them and the clubhouse with them and you i mean you want to you know you're a rookie and you want to stand your ground and you want to do everything right and you know not get anybody's way but you also want to see what he's doing and, and see why he is the way he is and how He's had so much success over his career, and you want to pick up on the things he does and just kind of follow in his footsteps. I mean, it's just awesome having a dude like that in the locker room. Oh, no doubt. A great dude.
0: No doubt. And especially one that, you know, at some point is uh, going to pay for a meal or two. So you got to – just stay close. Stay close. Bryce will take care of you. You know, who were – growing up in – you grew up in Illinois, right? Yeah. Cubs fan, White Sox fan. Cardinal Cardinals fan? fan, actually. I was yeah. about. I see. I said I was a Cardinal <laughs> fan. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to go there. I didn't know. Uh, who was your favorite growing up? Who's your favorite player?
1: I was a big Derek Jeter fan growing up, though. Oh, all right. Not a, not, a, not a Cardinal, but
0: if you had one. one Cardinal,
1: um, I mean, I grew up when Albert Pujols was going crazy. So I mean, he 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 would probably be my favorite. He was absolutely unreal.
0: I I I asked that because, um, and obviously Albert, you never know. <laughs> I was hope it, it was I'm not saying I was hoping it was like Yachty or someone like that. It was like, man, the guy's still playing. Like you're yeah. you're in the big leagues. You're have you been able to sit back today and just be like, I'm in the big leagues here. My favorite players growing up, you know that I've seen. Uh, there's a few that are still playing, like Albert Poole is still playing. You're in the same league. You're in, you are at the same level as him because you are that good. Have you realized that yet? Uh,
1: I don't know if it's really sunk in. I mean, Joe, <laughs> Joe pulled me aside. That he said, just on on my my debut, he's like, just step aside, take a few take a few seconds, and just realize like everyone who who's helped you to get to this point and how hard you've worked to get to this point but as, as far as that I mean I just really haven't it hadn't really sunk in yet but I mean it's definitely a cool feeling.
0: What I, what I love is that uh, you have a brother that plays in the big leagues uh, in, in Phil and I was like for I, I think it was uh, Scott Fransky. I don't know if you've had a chance he's the play-by-play guy on the radio side he and I were talking about it either last spring or something we're like Mayton. I was like oh that's cool he goes yeah I think I swear that he has to have a brother that's in the big leagues <laughs> you know we just saw him and it was like wait a minute it is and not only that you're the second set of brothers on this team that are in the big leagues with Austin and Aaron and yourself and Phil what, what does it oh, mean yeah. for you to share that distinction not only with your teammate but just with your brother
1: um I think I think it's really cool. I mean, I've always grown up just watching what he's uh, what he does and and you know, always tried to be like him and now that we can both be playing at this level, it's just it's cool stuff.
0: Reading up on uh some of the stuff that Matt Gelb had written about you and 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 Phil and Phil talking about how, you know, being postponed or delayed on uh Monday night he was able to watch it and uh it, it just like so I don't know it, it, it's hard to describe because I have a brother I had a brother he passed away years ago uh and I remember you know he lived vicariously through me he was older um and I could just I, I could sense it through Phil like he's like you kind of get uh you, the Gosman uh front hip sinker on one of your first I think it was your first at bat. he just started laughing and he's talking about that I'm like that's the same thing my brother would say we just being laughed like ah, didn't expect this but I mean like you share something now, you know, like as a younger brother trying to attain what your older brother gets, um, to do, uh, gratifying.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Cause I mean, like when he, he's been up there for a little bit now and I always, I love just every single night, just checking in to see how he's doing, see what he's doing. And I mean, he was super, super excited when I told him that coming up and I'm sure he'll do the same thing. I mean, it's just, Cool thing going. I mean, I got a, I got a younger brother, too. It was, he's he at Coastal, drafted. Carolina? Yeah, he got drafted out of high school, too. And that'd be crazy if he could get up here, too.
0: Well, I mean, it'd be awesome if, like, he does it soon. So, I mean, like, you know, old man Phil, he's not retired by then, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to, like, at least talk a little <laughs> smack about your brother. Yeah, old man
1: Phil. What a uh, guy.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, like, okay, so... First thing you get up in the big leagues, do you do you check to see if we were playing, the Phillies were playing the Indians at all? Or are you new?
1: Uh, I think, I actually, I don't think I did, but I think one of my family members did. I I, I knew, we don't play them, do we? I'm no, pretty sure we no,
0: don't. no. But I yeah, mean, like, no, that would I be like the didn't. first thing I would check out. I'd be like, when do we go there?
1: Yeah, no, I I would, oh, I would talk so much smack. Oh, you have like, to God. face him and, and got to hit all of them.
0: But see, that's the thing <laughs> is that like, the first thing that t- came to my mind when you got up here, I was like, are they playing Cleveland? Because if, if Phil and Nick get to face off before Aaron and Austin, like I don't know if I'm going to be disappointed, but I think it's going to be one of those moments where you're just like, ha-ha. Because Aaron and, and, and Austin, I, I've been playing this up for a couple of years now. And, and when Austin gets healthy and catching for the Padres again, uh, when you guys go there, that's going to be unbelievable. I'm hoping Aaron buzzes him. That's all I care for. And I hope you shoot Phil when you get a chance to to do it, you know?
1: Yeah, now it'll be definitely a cool feeling to share the same field as him.
0: Uh so this trip uh is your first one as a big leaguer. Um we're going to get into your first big league game in just a second, but uh as a big leaguer, there's more amenities that you're you're now accustomed to, I guess. You're accustomed because it's your first one and you're like I want this all the time first trip what's it been like in your one day on the road
1: um it's it's just i mean you can't really prepare for i mean it's just pretty cool i mean everything's just at at your service and and, (laughs) i mean you're 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 pretty much just you don't really have to worry about anything let's put it that way
0: plane flight was just fine for you oh yeah yeah. i've I've been on one of the
1: I've been on one of those things before though, so yeah, that yeah, wasn't but like as shot. a rookie now,
0: like full on rookie. Like this is you could say that you've been on one, but not as the rookie, right? So not as yeah, true, true. you know, where you and Mickey are, are, you know, carrying around stuff for people. Uh did you did you accomplish everything, all your, your uh, goals?
1: You, you already know it. I was hauling everything. Right? Oh my gosh. Nice I think I was done. taking taking Harper's Xbox to his room and his T V and everything, like Oh, my gosh. Well,
0: tell him Franny says that uh, it, the next time you take it to this room, he, just have him order you one with the <laughs> w- with his logo on it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's his logo or not. Like, it, they're sick. He's unbelievable yeah. at, at doing that stuff. So just be like, hey, man, uh, you know, haven't got my meal money yet. I was just wondering maybe paycheck. Can you lend me one? Maybe buy me one? I don't know. See if it works. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe one of these days. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's a part of it, right? I mean, you haven't had to do these things in in minor league baseball. It's all been on the equal, right? As as everyone, and now you get to the big leagues, and it's not going to be like a whole lot of um, stuff that you're ever going to have to do. But like, I loved it. I loved knowing that I had to, you know, for our time, it was carrying every beer possible off the off the plane. Um, do you do you savor those? these moments right now, like early on, everything that you're doing, or are you pretty locked in at, at, you know, job at hand, knowing that you're in the big leagues, you want to stay here, you're going to do everything possible to do it. And whether it's that or not, you're just living it up.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, I am living it up, but I mean, I know there's, I, I mean, I want to stay here. I mean, I want to, I got to keep on playing. Well, I got to keep doing what I have to do and put all the work in. I mean, it's, it's even harder to stay here than it is just getting up here. I mean, it's tough stuff, but as far as, I mean, it's, you got to cherish every moment. I mean, you can't really look past the cool things that you're getting to do. You got to be able to live it up.
0: Now did Phil tell you anything, like, did he give you any heads up? Like, Hey man, you need to do this, this, and this just to make sure. I'm um, not, not really. Just, See, that's older brother status just... right there. Older brother is going to make you like, just, he's not going to let you in on all the details.
1: That yeah, is he's just. Be ready, be ready for the plane trip. He said, Like, be ready for the, the bus ride back to the hotel, be ready for all that. I'm like, oh you hey be quiet over there. Come on.
0: Well, at least you got Denver. Denver's your first one, so that's not bad. Mine was Milwaukee. I'm not gonna say Milwaukee was that great. Um <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, you look at where you guys are headed after. And i was asking the uh favorite player favorite team growing up because uh where do you guys go after uh Old after denver
1: st louis oh st louis it,
0: it what does that mean to you i mean whether or not you're from there, you're not, but that was your team like does does it add anything to it
1: um I mean I went to countless numbers of games growing up there they are like an it's like an hour away from where I nice. live, and it's just going to be it's a crazy gun- ballpark too. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. But I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be cool playing on the field that I grew up going to games on, watching games and seeing postseason games and just it's it's gonna be crazy.
0: Now the question it not knowing what the regulations are for the Cardinals in, in the state of Missouri and all that stuff, do you know uh will will family be able to go?
1: Um, yeah, I'm assuming family will be able to go right now. I mean I haven't really talked about in depth with people i think i need to talk to but
0: um yeah yeah, yeah I might, I you know you might be like hey uh if there's a possibility i'm still here which okay let's just get that out there you're there all right um just kind of throw it to you know jameson be like hey what, what do i need to do you might want to get on this you know that's kind of important <laughs> Yeah, you have a big yeah.
1: deal might need to figure that out
0: uh it, go into your first game and you know you get I don't even know. Like, what is the biggest memory? Is it going into the locker room, in the clubhouse, seeing number twenty nine? Was it going on the field for the first time for BP? Was it your first at bat? What What is like the grandest memory?
1: I think my favorite was was um one of the cool ones was seeing my number getting getting out of old 67 because i i I had a tough little process with my number because last in 2020 i was 67 i had all my stuff like all my 67 on and everything and like and then like a day before spring training we signed uh we signed somebody and he got he had big league time so he got 67 and i was in i went from having a locker on the Outside of the locker room to uh, middle locker with number ninety in it, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy!" Went from, and I get the the biggest, the highest number on the team. So there's that. But then you have
0: the number that was passed around through all the other guys. You know, that's great.
1: Yeah, but like seeing twenty (laughs) nine was was pretty sick. I like that. But as far as coolest moment, I think was getting up to the plate and, and hearing all the fans. I mean, it's it's pretty unreal. You can't really prepare
0: for anything like that. And dude, your first at bat, uh you don't even swing at the first pitch. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> I don't
1: know. It was a good take. I was like, oh my oh. god
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that was a good take. And to be honest with you, I i locked up so bad on my first at bat that I I honestly I had no swing. But people were like, how didn't she swing? I was like, I I I didn't remember anything. <laughs>
1: yeah that guy good lord that guy's splitter was unreal
0: but I, and the fact is like they knew it too so you took that first pitch split and you're going mm-hmm, my bad right and you're you're uh you're locked in then right i mean it just feels
1: yeah. I, won't, I won't give myself that much credit it was it was a fastball i wasn't a splitter was it a split i,
0: I, I thought it was I a split
1: no, I wouldn't have taken that first pitch
0: splitter. <laughs> oh, you've been swinging over the top. But anyway, uh, you, you get Kevin Gosman, and you know that basically it's two pitches. That's all you're going to see. I mean, that's it, it's fastball split. You have, he'll throw the random slider, he'll throw the random changeup. But you're like, you're so dialed in on all the, all the stuff, and you lock up the first pitch, and you're like, great take, great take. What, what's going <laughs> like, What's it. going through your mind on that?
1: No, it's like, oh, you saw that pretty well. Like, uh, get the next <laughs> one, don't miss it.
0: Uh, and then you get your first knock. Uh, a couple of bats into it. Um, what do you remember about that?
1: Um. Well, I remember. Uh, well, actually, after I got the hit, I was talking to one of the umpires, and he was like, he was like, "Don't take those for granted, man. You're going to line out a lot." And then my next at bat, I just squared one up right at right at Crawford.
0: I like that. Yeah, you picked the wrong car. dude to go at. You know, he's got gold. <laughs> yeah. You, you could have Gotta picked Lestella Stella the at second you've been in just fine <laughs> you know yeah uh in and, and, and when you i don't know it's just how many how many text messages like i I love this this is my favorite part about like doing our job now but it was my favorite part playing was when guys made their debuts uh and you come in you're like how many text messages did you
1: get well I can't even put I can't even put a number like there's still messages in there I can't I just can't have responded to anybody I'm trying to take the off day to respond to everybody dude that's what I'm talking about
0: I had a Motorola like flip phone so my thing stopped at like a 250 so we're good yeah iPhones they just continue on
1: (laughs) it's unbelievable but it's like and then like not even counting social media and everything
0: oh that's right now I mean like followers did you check followers did you get like a thousand two thousand Ten thousand more followers?
1: I don't even. I don't even know. Like it's it's un, it's unbelievable. I can't even answer everything. Can't even look through everything.
0: If I have advice for a uh, young player, it's just don't care about the likes, play ball. Some oh, people yeah. get wrapped up in the likes, and you know it's just not in the in the mentions. It's not all that great all the time.
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> <the> show <laughs> hey,
0: you know, and, and Nick talking about like you know your first couple games and. uh just not only how well you play, but just what you ha- how you handle yourself defensively. You get to yesterday, um, three knocks, one that I still think should be a triple, uh, you know, an <laughs> RBI, and you're looking at it, you're going like, "Did you come in and be like, Joe, man, I want that triple? Did you say that at all?" <laughs>
1: no, I didn't say
0: anything. Why not? Did really, you think it? Really... You thought it, right?
1: Well, I thought I thought I was going to be one, but then I looked up and I didn't I don't remember any other errors on their team. So I was like, dang, they really they did me like that. Right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And and so like just just in general, just being able to uh, be a huge part of um, what went on as far as the comeback or being up. They came back and you guys had to come back, but you're a huge part of that. Uh, What do you take out of it? Like just in general, the the first three games, you got to see a lot of, I'm not going to say weirdness, but you got to see a lot of what's happened over uh, the last year, year and a half.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's just cool to be able to contribute. I mean, it's, it's one thing being here and it's another thing to actually be here and be a part and actually help them do stuff. I mean, it's just, it's just a good time, good time playing with these guys.
0: Did you think that Bryce uh, killed somebody in the outfield yesterday on that homer? (laughs) i I thought it went through the guy
1: that dude's a different animal man he is unreal right when he hit
0: it i mean you you have to be thinking yourself like dang that holy cow like
1: it's just good stuff man he just and his takes too he just doesn't even flinch on some pitches it's just unreal it's like how do you do that man teach me
0: all right i got a couple uh i got a couple uh trivia questions here for you it's about your it's about your number it's about your number um you know, do you do you like you know uniform numbers? You like what they mean, or 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 whatnot? Like who's worn them?
1: Um, I I'm probably not going to be the best at this, but.
0: All right, I'm a, I'm going to test you out. You got to you got to you got to at least figure it out here. Uh, I always like to look. I always like to to know who wore um, my number um, when I played here, and or anywhere wherever it may be. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you. See if you knew any of these guys. Uh, did you know that Chuck Klein wore your number? No, I did not. He's an all-time great, Phil. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Darren Dalton wore 29. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that one either. All right. Uh, did you know that John Kruk wore it from 91 to 94? I did know that. I knew that one. All right. Jimmy Rollins. That's the, one
1: I, that's the one I was going to – I knew that one. I knew that one. He wore that when he debuted, didn't he?
0: Yes, he did. Uh, the great Gary Maddox wore it. Um, I didn't know that one. And you had a couple other guys. Uh, Raul Abanez wore 29. Really? So what, you're, what when I say that, like, I, I just like to hear your – just what, the way you were spotted right there was perfect. Because those are Phillies greats. That, that came through here, and you're wearing that same number. What does that mean? It's just,
1: I mean, it's, it's cool stuff to be able to like carry on the tradition. I mean, like, put on that jersey and, and realize how many people have, have worn it and, and been in this game for this organization. and It's just surreal to be able to continue it on.
0: I'm going to try to find Cleveland, because I think your brother, doesn't he wear, like, 88 or something like that?
1: 88. He got 88 in his first spring training and never got rid of it.
0: Well, see, okay. I mean, most people want to go lower, but I mean, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I totally get it. I, I what was I number for? I was 82, 80, 82 and 79. Those are my two first numbers in, in camp. I could not wait to get something lower. Um, yeah. But I mean like that, when you see those names like John Cruck and Jimmy Rollins and Darren Dalton, like Dutch wore that number. Ah, man, that gives me like, goosebumps thinking about the number yeah. that you wore. I wore 28, it's, you know, next great one to wear it was Alec Bohm. I mean, it's, it's cool,
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's cool stuff. It's, it's crazy stuff.
0: Um, any, you know, when, when you look at uh, people throughout the, the, the Phillies organization that's helped you get to this point, and not only that, you could go back to college, high school, whatever, but when you look in the Phillies organization, who do you look at and say, you know, like truly a, a huge thank you to?
1: I think one of the one of the biggest ones is Marty Malloy. I mean, he's my manager and and uh, low A and high A, and now he's an infield coordinator, and he's done a lot of work with me. I mean, he's 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 worked with me a ton. He's always believed in, believed in me, and
0: he's just a good dude, solid guy. What about peace? Is Peace a part of it, <laughs> Andy <laughs> Abad? Peace. You yeah, know that no, he'll challenge I, me I, to say peace during a game. Like, dude, nice peace. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. no he's
1: i mean he hasn't he's he's a good i mean he's always around he's always cracking jokes he's messing with people but i'm not an outfielder sadly so i don't really get to work with him too much yeah he's the
0: man though so i always gotta throw yeah. him out there but all right so phil maton uh 2019 and 221 uh he's worn 88 josh outman wore 88 and renee gonzalez for the indians has has worn 88 um that's really not a cool list that didn't give me goosebumps at all <laughs> So you could tell him that. I mean, there's, I think, uh, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16 guys in major league history, 16 guys have worn 88. Really? That's it? That's it. That's it. Uh, my favorite college player of all time went to Stanford. His name was Paul Carey he played for the Baltimore Orioles for like a season. He wore 88, uh, Kyle blanks, probably the largest 88 to be out there. He was, uh, about the probably like almost twice the size of Aaron judge, like height and weight. So, um, you got that and Albert bell, Albert Bellwart. So he's a good company. I mean, it's just not that cool.
1: <laughs> hey, you just want to be separate from everybody. I know
0: little brother got 29 and, and, and that's going to do it. So, uh, Nick, I appreciate you coming on Pi for breakfast and, uh, I cannot wait to watch you in the series upcoming Next series after that, and however it may take you, enjoy.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, buddy. Just awesome having Nick Maton join me right here on Pine Tar for breakfast. The kid has a quality about him that is is—it's um, pretty awesome. You can't pinpoint it. You know why? Because its it might be the hit factor, but it's something there that is uh, the confidence that he shows his ability in the field, and and being able to play shortstop at it. You know, we saw Scott Kingery do it a couple years ago, um, who had never really had done it, but he had worked, 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 and made himself into a shortstop. Does that mean this is long-term for Nick? No, but having that ability to have a a not only a good utility, a great utility player, uh, let alone have the opportunity to win a job, to do something at, during this time, uh, with the unknown of how long Gene Segura will be out, um, this is this is fantastic for Nick Maton, his family, uh, his career, um, and so let's just enjoy it and and hope that uh, he continues to play the way he is, uh, the way he's been playing, and just bringing that energy that he has shown, and it's been it's been great. So, another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I am absolutely honored that you have chosen this one. Listen to it, responded to it, and hit me up on Twitter at Kevin Franzen Till next time. Peace.
1: Kevin France where's
0: that air?